And welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Contract Crunchers. I'm here with, you know, my best friend, Sai. Yep, and I'm here with my best friend, Josh. Oh, my God. That's so cute. So sweet. All right. And before we get started, special thanks to Cruise and Sports and the Jason Taylor Foundation for giving us all this equipment and the backing to start our very own podcast. It's... And we can't thank them enough. And with that being said, Sai, take it off. Yep. We're today we're going through the O line market and then also the tight end market. Two very underrated positions. Exactly. The blockers doing all the dirty work for the offense, you know, getting those giving them time for the wide receivers to get open, getting the quarterback on their feet, opening gaping holes for the running back. Yeah, and when the QB gets hit, you know, the first people there are the O linemen. Exactly. They're, they're always got the QBs back. And you know, the first person that, you know, gives the ball to the QB, the, the first interaction. The centers, if you think about it, really hard job. I mean, they have to snap the ball to the QB, make sure it's a perfect snap, not too high, not too low. Yeah. And then also immediately just get up and find, block. find the right person to block. Yeah. No, it's a tough position. and then It's a really tough position. And then when you're under center, you're really close to the center. Like the QB, they have to be like, they have to be, they're basically one, you know, they, they tap... Yeah, yeah, they tapped the they tapped the behind of the yeah, center yeah, yeah. to snap the ball. It's all a part of the cadence. But I think the position's gotten some light in the past couple of you know months because of the New Heights podcast. New Heights podcast. Yeah. Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey. You know that's what gave us the inspiration for this. Yeah, you know yeah. We're, we're two brothers. They're two brothers. Exactly. You know, and but Jason Kelsey is like you know a universal player now among the people. It's great that there's some light being shed to the center market, and yeah, I mean, and what what what's name Jalen Hurts said about Jason Kelsey, he snaps the ball so fast, and Jason Kelsey was like, I got block. Yeah, I mean, um, and also Jason Kelsey, that push push play that everyone, it's a very controversial play. That ninety two percent. Yeah, ninety percent. That's all starts. I mean, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he's got he can bench. He can deadlift 600 pounds, so he can take on a lot of weight. Yeah. But Jason Kelsey is the one starting up there making that possible. Yeah, you know I, mean? I mean, as Jason Kelsey said, you had to get, like, if you're underneath everyone, you you did good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every Eagles fan, no, every fan in the, in the NFL, third and one, if you're playing against the, the Eagles, might as well not even try. Some some players like Javon Holland, we've seen try jump the online. That doesn't help. Nothing helps. Not well, even have six to get foot low eight, as a defender. Six foot five, Raekwon Davis helps. Have to get low as a defender. Can't get yeah. high. High just doesn't help. But yeah, I mean, they, Jason Kelsey, great center, the highest paid center in the NFL. Actually, he has a well deserved. Yeah, he's making fifteen million dollars a year around. Yeah, he wanted to retire recently. Actually, two yeah. years ago before yeah. the Super Bowl run. He is thirty six years old. He's getting. He's getting there. He's getting there. Yeah, but. That's why the Eagles only signed him to a one-year, $14.25 million contract. Yeah, I mean, still a good amount of money. Is it all guaranteed, Sai? Yeah, yeah, it's all... Yeah. The guy's getting his back. Oh, well, only $1.1 million of it is guaranteed, but he's... he's oh, that's, not, that's not great guaranteed money, <laughs> to be honest, for him. But he's probably going to make the rest as well, just through bonuses. I mean, bonus of being on the roster and such, because... I think the Eagles structured it the way that they did because they didn't want injuries. You know, a 36-year-old, you never know when he can get injured. I think 
Yeah. Jason Kelsey has a extensive injury issue. Yeah, their GM from UGA, Go Dogs. He's Howie Roseman. How, he's he's pretty good at his job. Yeah, that's why they. That's why I do agree with them having to give less money guaranteed to a thirty-six year old player. I mean, at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, even if he doesn't, even if only makes a guaranteed money, basically from his revenue from in the Heights and all the those and the commercials he does, it's yeah. Exactly. It's crazy. But the... I've, I mean, his PR team, whatever he uses, or maybe it's just himself, whatever he does, like, beyond the field is, like, to see him just everywhere, make a name for himself. I mean, he's a character. He's a great personality. I mean, he's one of the hottest men in in the world, people. The magazine was saying, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I Cy, you, you should have been there, but, you know. <laughs> you I got, got snubbed. snubbed. I got, you got snubbed. snubbed. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the ten million roster game bonus just completely makes sense. And the only reason they only signed him to a one-year contract is because they wanted him to give him the option of if he wants to retire, yeah, he can retire. And he's been with the team since. But if he you, was gra- he was yeah, drafted. if you don't want to retire, we got a contract waiting for you. We got a spot waiting for you. Yeah, they love to have him. Yeah, he, I mean, he embodies their whole vision of you know the brotherly love. Everyone, everyone sees him as. The player that embodies the yeah. Philadelphia Eagles. He bites culture. the knee ch- kneecaps. What? He bites the kneecaps like Dan Campbell. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. If y'all got that, you know. If you know, you know. But, you know, another center that plays for the best team in the NFL. I think we're a bit biased, but Connor Williams, he recently tore his ACL. I mean, Before that, he was on a two-year, $14 million contract coming from the Cowboys. Yeah. Great center. We great. beat the Cowboys, by the way. Great yeah, game. We we did go to poor the boys, game. poor boys. But um, he had a two-year, fourteen million dollar contract. It was fully, it wasn't fully guaranteed. I think only this year, only two million of those dollars were guaranteed out of the seven million dollars. And Connor Williams, rightfully so, he did hold out because he, he's not as old of a player as Jason. Kelsey. No, no he, so, he's only in the fifth season. Yeah, it doesn't make six. sense. It doesn't make sense for him to not have an injury guarantee, something like that, worked up in his contract. And oh, he's only twenty six years old. Yeah, and yeah. He 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 didn't hold out for too long in minicamp, but yeah, he definitely deserves whatever he's gonna get. I don't know if he'll get it with the Dolphins after this season, because I mean, he he was the number one rated center before his injury. Before his injury, yeah, yeah. But you can see why he was trying to hold out and get his guaranteed money because at the end of the day, what happened to him? He got injured towards the second half of the season, which is brutal. And now he, I don't think the Dolphins reworked his contract. No, I don't. He they didn't. But I mean, as you could see, the importance of the center market of centers in general. When Lee Mikeberg came in during that Titans game. The, there was the, a, there was the a, first or second snap was a fumble. Yeah, it was a botched snap. Yeah, Tua had to go get it, fumble. Yeah. Titans recovered it, and we're on the one yard line too. And like, we, it was tough. We lost in a really close game. I mean, it was only by one point, I believe. Yeah, that they won. Yeah, yeah. So in things like that, when in the red zone, when it matters, the one yard line. One yard line. That was a one yard line. One yard. Maybe line. it's two yard line. Yeah, I mean you, the center. It starts at the center. I mean, yeah. they're the one who snaps the ball. They're the one who like touches the ball first. Like people say, the QB is the support position, but who gets the the ball to the QB? Exactly. The center. Exactly. And if there is a miscommunication between there, if if it's a revolving door of centers, then for the QB, there's never going to be enough communication towards. Yeah, because they have to understand the cadence. I mean, we saw with Josh Dobbs, um, with the Vikings that Bradbury as a center. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, he he had to learn Josh's cadence, Dobbs' cadence. Yeah, we like, got to sit right on the mic up. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, that just shows the importance of, you know, the chemistry you need to have with your centers. Not just, you know, the wide receivers, the tight ends, and the, the running backs, but with your centers. Because, you know, if you don't get the ball, you know, you can't really start the play. You know, that, that's kind of the most important aspect of. Yeah, I, I really agree with your point. All right, all right, I think I think we shed some light on the centers. Let's move outside, yeah. a little outside of you the know, line. We're spreading. We're we're like Moses. We're parting the seat. We're moving to the right exactly. and to the left. Right and to the left. Now I'm going on to the guards. Uh, and the and the guard I think most people know is Quentin, Quentin Nelson. Nelson. Yeah. A we got all, that all pro a couple of years ago. That was not planned out. We just said it in perfect sync. Now he owes me a coke. It was definitely. Out, yeah. <laughs> All right. So Quinton Nelson. I mean, I haven't heard him much this year, but the past three years, when he was a rookie on his rookie deal, he got All Pro every season, I believe. He he he's a he's a stud. He really is. I mean, he just mauls people, and I think the biggest reason Jonathan Taylor had this season he did last year, two years ago, last year, whenever a couple of years ago. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really he, sure, but maybe last year. I think so. Recently. Okay was yeah. because of the old lineman and Quentin Nelson in particular. He was making huge gaping holes for Taylor to, to run through. And without him, he would not have had the the season he had. Anyone, I think even you, Cy, with your scrawny legs, could have ran through <laughs> could have ran through the Colts O line. Yeah, the Colts O line is definitely one of the best in the league right now, even still with their left tackle, yeah. right tackle. I mean, Zach Moss is running running there, and he's having a productive season. He didn't have a productive season in Buffalo. But he's, he's, he is having, he's turning in his best season out yeah. of his career. But you can see that they lost Anthony Richardson as a QB through yeah. the shoulder injury, putting Gardner Minshew in as the starting QB, and he's really making an impact because the old lineman is giving him so much time, but yeah. also Zach Moss is turning in his best season through the holes that the Colts are offering. Yeah, when you're able to have a good play, I mean, play action, plus a good running attack and a decent QB with a good alignment, good align, you're, you're in a good spot. I mean, when Tua is well-protected, as we saw versus the Cowboys, he he looks like a, an all-pro talent. He looks like one of the best QBs in the league. Definitely the best QB in the league. No, no biases there, but Gardner went Minshew. He barely has to move out the pocket. He is kind of mobile. People don't give him credit for that. They all they see when they think of Gardner Minshew is their, his mustache. I mean, I love his mustache. I, I'm trying to grow out his mustache. But besides that, having a good alignment, having a good guard to pull and make way for the running back, the running, yeah. to like having lesser cotton. It's almost like the the old linemen are acting like fullbacks at this point with how they motion and then create yeah. holes. It's amazing to yeah, see. I mean, when Robert Jones and Robert Hunt were in our own line, I'm with Isaiah Wynn, we are running like crazy. When we played the the Broncos, every run was 10-plus yards, 60-plus yards. Yeah. Because the old linemen, the guards, they're going from the right guard and they're pulling over for the, the pitches. Sadly, we're playing by injuries right now, but like even still, I even mean, still, Mike McDaniel's runs a lot of his plays on motions, yeah. yeah. And some might say that the the Dolphins O line is is good because of all the play actions and whatnot in the 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 pass attack. But I mean, they're still really good 
because they're not getting helped by the, the pass attack that much. They're still give Tua time, although Tua does get the ball off really fast. If we had a battle line, Tua would be getting demolished out there. I mean, yeah. we, we've seen that many times when the pocket collapsed, but... Yeah, but going more into Quentin Nelson's contract, four years, $80 million, great contract. I mean, it's a steal for them. And also, they get, he gets $40 million guaranteed, half his contract yeah. guaranteed in that. It's a great contract. The guy's and, living a good life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, $19 million fully guaranteed if he's on the roster. Just things like that. So guarantee, those guarantees are pretty easy to get as long as he plays at the level he's playing right now. Yeah, and I think he will. I mean... Notre Dame, where he came out of, I think it's that's O line U for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he also he he also gets thirty one million dollars right at the signing bonus, so that's guaranteed money yeah. right there. It's just a great a great contract for him. You know, hard worker. Yeah, so he's making he's making good money. But moving to the right side of the O line, we have a good, really good guard, veteran from the the Dallas Cowboys, Zach Martin. Yes, sir. He's a he was a stalwart on that. He is still a stalwart on that Cowboys offensive line. Yeah. But I think he's been there since Tony Romo has played, as you know. He's been there for ages. Yeah, I feel like if I just think about the Dallas Cowboys offensive lineman, you think of Zach Martin. Yeah, that's like one of the first names that come to mind. But yeah, he great player. I mean, I do think he had a couple injuries in his past, but he barely holds. Yeah, that's. I mean, I see on Instagram that he's... I don't think he's had a single holding call in his career. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he, he's an impressive player, and that's why he gets paid handsomely for his job. I mean, he's making $37 million a year, something like that. He's making good money, you know? Yeah. He, he all, like, same thing with Quentin Nelson. He he pulls... Yeah. He gave Tony Pollard some, some space to run... Although on the goal line, he didn't do a very good job. I'm not saying that was his fault. But I think it was just Deshaun Elliott, you know, doing Deshaun Elliott things, preventing Tony Pollard from crossing the, the end zone. Yeah, but going back to the contract, he $37 million, but for two years only. So that's $18.5 million a year. And then on top of those $37 million a year, he's making 11 to $12 million from a previous contract that he signed with the Dallas Cowboys, you know. One that he restructured yeah. with them. And I'm, so that's, if you count that in, that's $24 million a year. And it's greatly deserved for that type of a talent who can just impact the whole offense entirely just with his blocking. You know, no negative plays from him. No. Barely holds, barely does any false starts. Yeah. Great, great player, great attitude, hard worker. I mean, and you see the linemen, the only players that are on the floor after the play, besides players that are getting tackled are the alignment and they always help each other out they always pick each other up and they're the ones getting thrown to the floor or throwing others to the floor on basically every every play so it's it's not easy being alignment you have to have a, a big diet and if they stop on their diet they're not gonna a lot of sacrifices that they have to make yeah i don't know if they're on diets it's a different type of diet well they, have, diet to eat a they lot. have to eat a lot yeah, yeah, yeah. specific nutritionary plan a lot of protein a lot of protein yeah have you ever seen jj watt's meal oh yeah jj watt has to eat like an offensive lineman for oh, all that he's 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 jacked like yeah. he's huge but yeah hard, a lot of hard work that goes into it yeah but 
you know who's someone that the QB has to trust their life with? The right tackle or left tackle. Depends. Left tackle. Depends. If it's a right-handed QB, left tackle, left-handed QB. We're right just tackle. used to the, the lefties. You yeah, know? we're used to watching Tua, so the right tackle is the most important for us. But around the league, it's the left tackle. And, and the, the best left tackle, I think, is Trent Williams. Don't even have to argue about it, to no. be honest. He's, you see him on the O-line. He's twice everyone's size even the alignment and while he's twice everyone's size he's Kyle fast. Shanahan still makes him do the what are those oh the words not coming to my head the motions yeah the motions he yeah. motions Trent Williams a 300 pound guy the guy's to huge guard. the guy's fast the guy's he, everything he's a whole package he's definitely one of the best non-QB players in the NFL right now yeah I mean if there's an uh, MVP for alignment I think he will get it for sure. Every year. Every year. Man is a stud. I mean, and you see Teron Armstead that he came from the Saints to us. You know, he's he was a stud for the Saints too. But going to Teron Armstead's contract, it's six years, 138. You, you, he means he means Trent Williams. Trent Williams' contract. Trent Williams, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not my bad. Trent Williams' contract, six years, $138 million. With a thirty million dollars signing bonus and twenty three per year, and then forty was guaranteed at signing, and there's a fifty five total guaranteed. The guy's making, guys making a lot of money, and then in twenty twenty four, this upcoming season, he's a an an out of three year sixty million dollars, um for a thirty million twenty nine million dollar debt cap. The guy's making good money. I mean, and he has an easy out this year, and they're definitely not going to use that the out, but. You know he's he's 35 years old, but he's only making one million this year because they restructured his contract so they could fit you know Kyle Juszczyk and everyone else in it. But he got a bonus of 18 million dollars, um, so that's where his money went. But he's still not the highest paid on average per year for a left tackle. Yeah, it's crazy to believe that. For 23 mil. But it is another great great player that is paid the highest amount of money, and that's Laramie Tunsil, yeah. Miami Dolphins legend. He he is a legend in the, the Miami Dolphins community. I mean, he, he really should have a statue in front, right next yeah, to Dan Marino. I mean, I think his trade it netted us Tyreek, Javon Holland. Brand, Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb. So many players with that studs. But Laramie Tunsil still a great player by himself. He gets the, – the reason we remember him is because of the trade. But he's a great, great left tackle he, for the Texans. No one gives him enough credit, but he's he's also really big and he's really good. But – He's making twenty five million a year without an agent. Yeah, I mean the reason why I mean the Texans had to at the time they did it a while ago too. They did it before the Trent Williams trade, so it wasn't like Laramie Tunsil was trying to beat Trent Williams. Yeah, and they had to pay him that much because you know when you give up like three or four first round picks, like the Texans did, a couple second round picks, I believe. So many, so much draft capital. You got to keep the guy that you traded for that much. And Laramie Tunsil just had all the advantages when negotiating that contract. Yeah, he had the the high ground. One might say one of the yeah, Fortnite, yeah. you know, a, the advantage. And he didn't have to pay. I don't know. Like I think the agent would take a ten percent haircut for any contract. They just take three to five percent. Three to five. Okay, I was way yeah, off. Yeah, I mean ten percent. I'd love ten percent, but three. Three percent, I think, is the the max the NFLPA allows yeah. the agents to take. I mean, but in his still, contract, that would be two point three million dollars in the three years, seventy five million. 
2.3 million dollars from that whole contract if he takes a three country three percent stipend that's not bad stipend yeah stipend <laughs> that's not bad that's not bad that really isn't bad i mean yeah three percent of 25 yeah. mil a year for three years it's impressive that's pretty good moving on to the right side of that alignment for the lefties that's the most important one yeah two for two uh austin jackson austin jackson austin, action jackson action jackson that's what they call him wow i, I met austin jackson a year ago no like more than that i saw him at chipotle awesome. on on davy road don't go there it was, it was pretty good chipotle i saw him online you know i said hi and i took a picture with the guy yeah but everyone He's at huge. that time thought he was a bust a first round bust everyone was saying why did we pick him over some of the other people that were still <laughs> on the board really just like shut down those narratives with his play this year i mean it's probably gonna be a pro bowler the way he's played yeah. definitely gonna be a pro bowler in my opinion. i mean he's quick he's agile he's strong he's fast he shut down joey bosa he shut down whoever he went up against yeah it was it, it's really impressive and it it wasn't he didn't mired by penalties there isn't like oh a holding call we see every single game from him. yeah very clean player overall very much so. And so he got the contract that he deserved, a three-year, $36 million contract with the Dolphins. Yeah, and then he's making $12 million a year, my bad. Which $12, is a year. Nah, nah. He, I mean, he's not that much money for a left tackle. I mean, right tackle. But for... for yeah, I mean, with Lane Johnson making $20.1 million a year, it's different, but yeah. I thought it was a steal. This yeah, is really... Really, a steal for a, for the player that's making the Pro Bowl this year. I mean, ten, twelve young. million is just not a lot. He's he's very young too. Yeah, he's like t- young twenty, early twenties, definitely twenty four years old. Twenty four, yeah, yeah. I mean, what is he? He's like his fourth year in the year. Third, fourth. It's gotta be fourth if he signed a contract. It's, yeah. uh, you can only sign one after the three. I think it's his fourth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's his fourth. Wh- whatever. Fourth, I mean, fifth. He, he's he's really made a turnaround. I mean, Austin Jackson, everyone thought he was a bust. He's a bust, but every year in training camp, he's he's busting his behind off, and he's, he's working. He's the first one in, last one out, and it proved to, to work. He, he, he got his bag. He might get another one after this contract ends, and he's, the, he's solidified himself as one of the best O-lines we have, O-line we have. Yeah, and this allowed the Dolphins to basically run better. And then when Robert Hunt was in the lineup, I believe he was right guard. We're able to run to the right side yep. every time, at least five yards, and it it it, it was beautiful to see. But it was. Hopefully, Robert Hunt gets gets better soon. But, but I mean, yeah, the just, old lineman in general, just I think one of the most important positions in all yeah. of football. Me and me and Josh just wanted to shed some light on the old lineman and. I feel like we've done that. Yeah, I mean, they. I think getting they should get paid more. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and they get underlooked as well as part of the team. You know, I saw this video, this TikTok, where the young children just all gravitated towards Jalen Hurts when players like Jordan Mailata, yeah. Lane Johnson, and Jason Kelsey were there. So you know, just just wanted to give some attention to the yeah, linemen out there. Speaking of the Eagles online, they I mean they they got some good good Christmas jingles out there, but. You know, O linemen very important. They should get paid more, but tight ends. I mean, you see George Kittle; he's basically an O lineman with his size, what he does to 
opposing defenders. It's it's crazy. Pancakes them. I mean, and then also just next he pancakes the linebacker one play, and then the next play he's out there running, catching a touchdown, catching a touchdown, yeah, juking some some safeties, some linebackers. It's really really impressive the way he able to manhandle some people and then you know juke them out two minutes later. But yeah, um, I mean, tight ends are also a very undervalued position. Yeah, recently, I mean, it's gotten more value, but still. Yeah, recently got more value through you know National Tight End Day. I mean, I think the person who really made a tight end stand out is Mike Gusecki, um, with his, um, his, the gritty that he did, that he did. Everyone, <laughs> no, no, not that. That, that got everyone, you know, looking at him. But I mean, he's with the Patriots now, so you know, he's having fun on the Patriots more than the Dolphins, I'm sure. But yeah, one thing you do notice about the tight ends is that the receiving tight ends will always get so much more money. I mean, than. Um, I mean, an average tight end who just catches the ball, can't really block well, is getting way more money than a superior run-blocking tight end that, you know, is not average at catching the ball. Yeah, Darren Waller, he can't block that well, but he's making 17 a year. Yeah, he's, uh, I think he's the highest-paid tight end. Yeah. I, it's crazy, I mean. I mean, he's really good. I mean, he jump ball, he mossed yeah. Eric Rowe when we played against him. But seventeen a year for someone. Don't get me wrong; he's a great player. But I just George Kittle is an exception here. I mean, George Kittle can catch and he can block so well. I yeah. mean, he's putting in he's putting in the extra effort. But for someone who can't contribute in both facets of the game, I mean, I feel like it's harder to justify one of those contracts being given out, such as the one to Darren Waller. But I mean, George Kittle making what five years, seventy five mil a year, eighteen signing bonus and 15 mil a year i think he should be making more you see right tackles make 25 plus 25 so yeah i think george kittle's just a whole different beast compared to all these other tenants don't get yeah. me wrong Travis kelsey also a history's one of the history's greatest tight ends but the blocking is he He's a catch. He he he's a wide receiver. Yeah, he's, he's but a, wide a big receiver. wide receiver. Tra- Travis Kelsey, I feel like, is almost an exception as well because he lines up from the slot for the Chiefs. Yeah, oh, that he does Mike Kosicki lines up in the slot for the Patriots. I think Mike Kosicki's like a like a mini Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so much potential. They run the same. It looks like they, you know, you look at them, they look the same. Just Travis Kelsey's bigger and older. Yeah, but these run blocking tight ends, such as you know. I mean, I'm, we we just use Dolphins examples around here because we know them so well. But yeah. Durham Smythe, the starting tight end for the Dolphins right now, and Julian Hill. Yeah, Julian Hill, UDFA. the rookie. The rookie. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Smythe is making two years seven seven yeah, seven million just, dollars. He just signed that last year as well. Yeah, last year, the year before. I'm not I'm not quite sure, but yeah, last year, last year. Yeah, two years, seven million dollars, and he is a great elite run blocking, in my opinion, or elite run blocking tight end. Not great in the catching game. He he does, he, he went off last game. He went five for fifty six yards. Yeah, he he catches the ball when it needs to be done. You can he's reliable, but you know three point five million dollars for a cow, his caliber in the run blocking game. It just doesn't make sense to me almost because it's like I feel like sometimes you just have to compare them to an O lineman, a hybrid O lineman. Yeah, because they're they could catch the ball and they could block. You know, if you have a Joey Bosa coming off the edge, if you have a Khalil Mack. Yeah, they could really help the left tackle out yeah. there. It's like a double team almost on them. Yeah, if you have a Micah Parsons, you just put 
or Julian Hill, you put a Derma Smythe on him. Especially because these O-linemen aren't as speedy as, like, a tight end sometimes. So, like, a Micah Parsons, a slender guy. Yeah, he's... Yeah, he's he's much... I'm not, he's, he's, he's much less bulkier than yeah. the other defensive ends out there. And, you know, a tight end can match a really good tight end who... You know, like George Kittle. I feel like George Kittle and Trent Williams together is much, much more impactful than... Don't get me wrong, Trent Williams is a great player by himself, yeah. but them two by them together can, you know... Stop. I think I'll probably each take a, a Micah Parsons. You know, Travis, I mean, I mean I George mean, takes one on one end. Don't get me wrong. You can't you can't compare the blocking of a tight end to an offensive lineman. I, I get that the offensive line are much bigger. They don't have to catch yeah. so They can prioritize just blocking. But there needs to be a certain level of blocking that should be apparent in all tight ends. But there's many times where you could see Julian Hill or Durham Smythe take on an edge defender. Maybe because you don't need to. Two doesn't need that many that much time in the pocket. They just take on the edge defender, and then boom, you know. So you you have the other alignment for whatever else they need. I mean, you always see Julian Hill um, run across the field to to block whoever. Yeah. When yeah. Mostert's taking the handoff, and it's without Julian Hill being able to get that block without Dermis Smith making that block, that play would get no yardage or negative yardage. Agreed. So I think at least run blocking alignment. And if they have if they have the ability to to catch a ball, that's a plus. But if they could run block or pass block, they're they're a keeper. You know what they say with keepers. Yeah, you so pay them. We just wanted to add that about the tight ends. Yeah, so, two very underrated positions yeah. that should get paid more, but don't. But you know, we give them the love. So if you're a tight end or an O lineman watching this, shout us out. You know, give us some love. But. Of course. But that, without further ado, I think that's a, the wrap to this episode. Yes, sir. All right. We'll catch you on the flip side, y'all. See ya.